Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the conclusion of our first ever Venture Maidens Legacy episode. If you didn't hear last time, let me give you the scoop. This is part two of the first Venture Maidens Legacy episode, which follows the events directly after the finale of Campaign 1. We are joined by the full cast of Campaign 1 to tell this spoiler-ridden tale. So if you do not want spoilers from the events of Campaign 1... Turn back now! Since we originally recorded this episode as one very long event, we are going to be diving straight into the action with part two. So I'm going to give you a quick little summary of what happened in part one, play you an ad for another great Penwich Studio podcast, then we'll get right into it. So, last time on Venture Maidens legacy. Our heroes were brought together from their individual quest that had scattered them across the plains when they received letters from Farah. These letters asked each of the maidens to meet in a quaint restaurant in Chassiana to hear some urgent news. After fond greetings and catching up, our crew was introduced to the true purpose of the meeting. The Sarina had called the group together to share some disturbing news about recently uncovered Titan technology. Apparently, cults all over the Eldrin Empire have been building portals to allow the banished gods to walk as living avatars in the material plane, which spells major trouble for all of mortal kind. The maidens didn't have long to process this news before an arcane commotion pulled them outside. In a shower of raining tarot cards and sky-splitting thunder, our heroes realized the pending trouble has already arrived. And that's what happened! Now, here's an ad from the Lovely Craftians, another fabulous actual play podcast on our network, Penwich Studio. Take a listen, then we're off to the races. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity, and it was not meant that we should voyage far. And yet here we are, in defiance of Lovecraft, laughing through the darkness. The Lovely Craftians is an all-ladies Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast with horror, humor, and no small amount of chaos set in an occasionally familiar modern-day Chicago. Brought to you by Wampus House Productions and the Penwich Studio Network, you can find The Lovelies on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher, or anytime over at lovelycraftians.com. And remember, you never roll sanity alone here. So you all are ushered basically outside, and that's when you begin to feel that the ground is shaking just slightly. It's like those moments before an earthquake really starts. Everything is just vibrating just a little bit. And the door you see is is open. And as you're looking up into the sky, you see this purple and blue cosmic tapestry of stars which is strange because you all got here like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., like early dinner afternoon. The sun should be shining, but now the evening sky is here. 
And all around you in the streets, there are people still reveling, dancing, music is being played, uh, just general debauchery of a party going on around you, yet up above the sky is wrong. And maybe, Kara, it's you. I think you hear, you feel something brush against your cheek as you realize a, a card has fallen from the sky. And it's weird. I, I think you pick it up. And as you look at it, it's got a, a painting, a painting on it of this woman in a hat, tall hat, and like a, a priestess's garb has just like hit you in the face. And the rest of you see cards start to flutter down from the sky all around you, out, seemingly out of nowhere. And the ground starts to shake a little bit more. And the people around you finally break from their revels and start to realize that something is wrong as you see this large purple rift that appears in the sky. And with a clap of thunder, you see the outline of a figure. It's like dominating, almost like a ghost over the city of this hooded figure with this face that is impossible to tell what age she is, because it shifts between young, middle-aged, and old, as she looks down, lording over the city like a puppet master. Oh, no. Oh, God. We're fucked. <laughs> Uh-oh. Everybody get your fighting pants on. Get your drinks refilled. I'm so scared. There's so many things I can do, and I don't know how I'll remember I know. it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right, here we go. I got my, oh my, my tarot deck ready to go. Don't worry. <gasps> Ooh, fun. Ooh, fun. I hope you say that in a bit. All right. So, boy, we're level 18, and now the sky has just ripped open with a portal, and all of a sudden, this, I mean, this, this hooded, strange fate figure who's raining tarot cards just here looming above Chassiana, the entire city full of people just in party mode around you now starting to panic as you all step out of this italian restaurant and you see up in the skies above you this figure who is basically the the shadowy outline kind of a, of a bust of this this ageless woman roars out above the city you cannot defeat us you think we are gone but we are not it is time your fate was cast and this rain of tarot cards continues down in this geyser from the sky and appearing in this square in front of you, uh, surrounded by other shops and businesses and panicking people in masks and various states of undress uh, are scattering as this woman in this, this purple robe lands on the ground, like Marvel superhero lands. And as she stands up, she floats a little bit above the ground, so you can see she doesn't need to step. And as she opens up her hands, cards spin around her in this whirlwind that have been scattered on the ground. And you see that her eyes are filled not with 
human eyes or colors, but with galaxies, with eternities, with all the possible permutations of fate and the cosmos spinning in her grasp as she stares at each and every one of you. And you see, since she moves first, you see these cards fan out in front of her, and she reaches out from among them and plucks something. And she considers it, and it hovers and spins by her face as she smiles and looks at each and every one of you. And what she is going to do because she drew a wand, she is going to... Oh, boy, that's mean. Um, <laughs> okay. First of all, uh, she is going to lower a hand and make a slicing motion, and a bunch of these cards that she didn't use are going to flash out towards uh, each and every one of you. So, here we go. Uh, plus 17 to hit. Boom, boom. Let's see. Um, oh, boy. This is going to be fun. Level. Oh, such high level combat. Um, so let's start with Saye. Uh, so that'll be a, will a 31 hit you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you have anything tricky? Um, I don't know. You're so high level. Maybe you Hara's do. is going to use her uh, reaction because there's an enemy who is hating someone else within five feet of me to use her reaction to make an attack as she has the um, super cool fighting style and you oh yeah the defender mm, it's not the <laughs> it's, uh, it was a new one from Tasha's ah yes the Zannies <laughs> there we go interception that's what it is okay um interception right uh so you get to make an attack but the attack still lands Oh, sorry, I get to use... Uh, sorry, I get to reduce the damage. I'm thinking of my other thing. All right, never mind. I think a... Th so a 31 is going to hit you, right? You don't yeah. have anything to prevent yeah. that, Kara. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, so I am going to hit you. So to determine my damage, I'm going to draw one, two, three, four, five. Uh, all right. Nine plus eight is 17 plus seven. So 24 plus six is 30 plus six is going to be 36 radiant damage as these cards slice into you like darts. I will parry or does Kara's thing happen first? It, it doesn't matter, but she's going to reduce the damage by nine for you. So you manage to raise a shield in time to block about half of these cards that are spinning now like knives into Saye's body. So reduce it by nine. So you will take 24 radiant damage. Unless you want to use your, you can use your thing too. Okay. All right. Then yeah, I would. I, my parry is just a superior, superiority die to reduce damage plus four. So that. Oh shit. Okay. So roll it. Six. Reduced by six, so altogether 15. Reduced by 15. Nice. All right. Uh, so then doo -doo -doo, that's going to uh, be nine radiant damage. Nice. Um, so uh, you managed to avoid a bunch of these cards, turn to the side and smash them out of the way and, and deal with that. But just as you all have spent your reactions, I'm assuming to do that, another one is going to be coming at you, Saye, because she is anticipating your moves. Almost like she knows what you're going to do before you do it. Weird. <laughs> uh, so she's going to roll again. Oh, damn. 
Yes, that will be a 39 to hit. Well, yeah, not much I can do about that. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that, that'll that be about good. Um, So here we go. Uh, One, so let's see, eight. And you see she is drawing cards as this is happening. So 17 plus 13, that's going to be 30, plus 10 will be 40, uh, plus the 10 of swords will be 50 points of damage as that second burst of cards just hammers into you just the minute you think you're safe and everything is fine uh they come railing towards you at lightning speed and kara as you are helping out Sae, another one of these bursts is coming right in your direction Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem particularly pleased with that um but that will only be a seven plus Ooh, uh, plus 17, so 24? Is that going to hit, Kara? Yeah, that does hit. Okay, here we go. She draws five more cards. One, okay, king. So 12 plus 7, 19, um, plus 11, so 30, uh, plus 8 is 38, plus the ace, uh-oh, so that becomes critical damage. Um, so that's going to be 60 points of damage. Um, as she fires off another bolt of these cards towards you. This is radiant damage. Nice. All right. Uh, and with that, we're going to move on here uh, to Farah, or sorry, to Saye, who you have just been hammered with a bunch of these tarot cards uh, that have just like lit up with this radiant pain being fired into your body. Yeah, Saya wants to first um, spend four key points to become invisible for the next round. Whoa! Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Sick. And that also makes her resistant to all damage, except for force damage. Jesus Christ, of course! Yeah, level 18 D&D, let's do it! Alright, love that. Yeah, so very first, she'll be invisible. And then with her second action, she will attack with the fangs of the fire snake, which I spend an extra key point to extend my reach another 10 feet and deal unarmed strikes uh, that also deal fire damage if I hit them. So that's the deal. So to hit the first... Natural 20. Of course. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yes, well, a natural 20. Hell yeah, that's going to hit me. Roll your crit damage. Blah. And then your fire damage will also be at crit. So roll double for. Um, yeah, okay. So that was 14. So go ahead and roll me two d10s for your fire damage. Well, I rolled one 10 and then. Oh! Fuck another 10. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Describe to me what your fire fist looks like. I don't, this is new. What What's going on? What's your flaming fist move? It it, it looks like she's squaring up to, to throw some regular, like, you know, jab cross punches, but her fists start glowing like white hot. And then as like she throws the first jab, you see it just kind of like, extend punches like the Rayman PC game is like a ball of fire. <laughs> oh <Hell> yeah. <laughs> into the enemy as the second like cross punch also does the same. 
Yeah, and you are, yeah, you are pounding into this woman who now, as she has appeared and landed, she's only a a medium-sized creature, some indeterminate race and type. Uh, So, like, as you are throwing these gouts of flames at her, you are certainly dealing damage. The cards are trying to deflect some of it, but you are smoldering the part of the storm that is surrounding and protecting her. Sexy. Good shit. Anything else for you? Well, I took my extra attack, so let's just have a bonus attack. And we'll let's do, do it. some flurry of blows. Yeah. All right. key point. Now I got to find that shit on my... Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's hard to run. I did level characters. There's yeah. a lot going on. Okay. Ooh, 27 to hit for the first blow. 27 is her AC. So fantastic. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, shit. I will just okay, let okay. you know this god avatar hanging out here, AC 27. 27? Shit. And I will say it is because of prognostic danger sense, because she can literally read your thoughts and what you are doing. So she can see the future wow, before you do invasive. it. So you have to move so fast. That you hit a 27. Yeah, you did it. You did yeah. it. Good. Great. Love that. Uh, 14 bludgeoning damage. All right. So you get a strike in and you see her and the cards are moving to like deflect your blow and she's kind of smiling and you hit just at that moment where the cards just aren't quite there and she looks shocked <laughs> that you managed to hit her, uh, like deeply offended. Uh, as you land this blow. Hell yeah. One more blow coming, hopefully. Ooh, let's see. 28 to Hell hit. yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh my god, you're so fast. 18 level monk, my god. <laughs> Come at me. I don't even care. It's another, oh well, not that much. Five more damage. Just a little slap across okay, the Okay, that's a really fast slap. <laughs> Oh my god, but that's so much more offensive. Yeah, that's so much more <laughs> offensive, um, honestly. Oh, and she's so. still invisible. So she don't even see this shit happening. <laughs> well, she seem. I will say she seems to see you as if you were visible. Mm. Her eyes that are filled with cosmic knowledge don't seem to be fooled by petty spells such as invisibility. You're fighting gods, babies. You're not fighting. Okay. Okay. She got true sight for days. Um, wow. Okay. So, yeah, Saya runs up and just punches the shit invisibly out of this lady. Uh, you all assume. Arnadel, you're the only one who can actually see that happening. Farah, we now come to you. Uh, you see that both Saya and Kara were hammered with this hail of, like, radiant damage-dealing cards. And now that you look at them... They are tarot cards. You are seeing, like, you know, the painted symbols on the gilded frames of each of these cards that have scattered around the ground here. A symbol you would recognize as a previous divine connection to fate, tarot cards. This Mm -hmm. is feeling a little familiar to Pharaoh. For sure. Um, Yeah, I think that um, seeing this all happen so suddenly, she, her first instinct is fear. Uh, having chest, having wandered off earlier. And in that moment that she feels it, she staggers backward as she feels like this force of power just like burst inside of her. Um, and in that moment, she just plants her feet 
um, and her hands begin to glow um, as she rings around her head and you see these seven motes of blinking, changing, wonky carnival lights dance around her head. Um, and she will grab on to one of them and throw it forward and uh, cast a yes. uh, crown of stars Hell you. at this lady. Hell you. Okay, okay, 27, bitch! Oh, <laughs> shit, you guys just hitting that number, okay. huh? You just, you just, you, you just no, doing no, it. Just, I was just prepping myself. I didn't, I did not hit, um, but I'm going to use um, two sorcery points to use Seeking Spell. And try to hit her again. Ooh, okay. Um, let's do it. Natural twenty. Yes. Wow. Okay, you guys are You guys are charmed. Fake and suck my dick. Okay. Wow. That's gonna be fifty-three plus four, fifty-seven points. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, radiant. Fifty-seven. Damage. Ooh, radiant damage. Which I'm resistant to, but not immune to. <laughs> so, okay, so I'll take 27. So you do, you lash out uh, with with this hail of stars, and it seems matching the stars in her and her eyes, the description, it's... she de- Definitely you see some of the cards cinder around her and the edges of her robe fray a bit with that damage, but not as much as you would like as they start to knit themselves back together and her composition is resumed. Um, so that didn't hurt as much as you wanted it to. But that was just a bonus action, yeah? That's okay. Yeah? So uh no, it's an action. Okay. It's an action to do it, and then it's a bonus action to throw one of them. So that's gonna be my turn. Cool. Um I'm gonna take a legendary action. It feels about right. Um oh boy. Oh, what do I wanna do? There's so many horrible things. There's so many horrible things I could do. Let's see. So Kara, you have you haven't attacked her yet, but Saye got a pretty good hit, um, as did Farah. So I'm going to say she assesses Farah correctly as probably the worst threat here in this moment. So all of a sudden, Farah, the cards that have scattered around the ground suddenly raise up and you see they form a sword. All of their patterns come together and just this this wicked looking blade that is stands as long as you are tall. Uh, so six foot blade hovering in the air made of these tarot cards and it slashes down directly at you. <laughs> oh boy, that's rough. Yeah, okay. Um, Do I get a save or is no, that it's just-, just a it's just a hit. So she rolled an 18 on her thing plus <laughs> 17. So, you know, 30 no. something. <laughs> It'd be like that. So as she slashes down at you, you're going to take 79 points of slashing damage as the sword slices through your chest and body. Oh, gosh, dang. (laughs) Yeah, and you see immediately after, as your blood splatters upon the ground around you, the cards burst apart and fall and scatter to the ground again. And you realize you are all standing in this huge field of cards and there are plenty more she could summon to do whatever she likes which is going to bring us now uh to Kara at your turn with Arnadel on deck I will say coming up next yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Kara unsheathes Ravenel, sword of the lake, this beautiful icy sword that just drips tears of ice off of it. And she lifts her shield and she looks back at Ravain and looks at the Sarina and says, get her to safety. And then she is going to rush forward at this thing, throwing her sword aloft, which just shines in this brilliance and this light that uh, glitters off of, like, bounces off of her shield and everything as she uses her channel divinity to give herself an additional plus five uh, to attack rolls, making her total attack bonus a plus 20. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Which is super cool. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> And she, uh, she, and yeah, her sword emits this beautiful bright white light, and, uh, yeah, she's gonna rush forward, and then she's gonna use her bonus action to rage and just basically get right up in her face, ready to attack on her next turn. <laughs> uh, chat is saying, wreck this bitch. So they're all, they're all fans. <laughs> they're all fans of this. As you were gearing up, uh, for your nasty business. And in response to you, saying that you see i mean the sarina and ravain are back towards the door still of the restaurant and they seem to be having a full-on argument as as the sarina is like no i'm gonna fight and she's clearly she's drawing blades and stuff and he is like pushing her back like with all his strength to try and get her back in the building and out of the fight yes so they are busy doing that uh so mm -hmm. at, at, and at your behest he seems to be more inspired to get her the fuck out of there since she's lost so much power um that she just very recently had uh so and that is going to bring us now so that would be arnadel's turn but i i got one more legendary action up my sleeve how how we want to do how we want to do uh so Farah's looking pretty fucked um after that hit um, Saye is also not doing great. Kara seems to be okay, so... Our avatar is a smart woman who can sense you all and the future, so I think she is going to go ahead and throw a deadly deal once again towards Farah. Try to bring her down. So here we go. Eight cards she is going to draw from her deck to deal her damage. Nine of wands <laughs> plus the ace, which will make it a critical. Great, great. Oh, that's eight. Oh, this is rough. This is rough, kid. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> 36 doubled for critical. Um, so that's going to be 72 points of radiant damage as she flings Morphe's cards your way. How are you looking, kid? Yeah, how you doing? Oh, you know, not not great. Like, if you were to quantify it, um, 13. <laughs> If you were to quantify it, I might say I have 13 points. <laughs> That's rough. Um, <laughs> which is going to bring us now towards Arnadel. So, Arnadel, we come to you. It is your turn as you see Farah uh, basically almost collapses on the ground, bleeding from invisible <laughs> radiant cards. Um, Kara is squared off currently with this individual, um, as is Saye. Uh, you are about 30 feet away from her. Dope. I would like to cast Shadow of Moil. Moil. Shadow of Moil. <laughs> Shadow of Moil. 
every time. Yeah, muyo. And yeah, I think that's the only thing. I, um, I'm going to move from 30 feet. I'm going to move 20, uh, 10 feet away from her. So, or actually, fuck it. I'll get within 10 so she can enjoy the, <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> the tentacle. Da, da, da. Enjoy the tentacle. The, enjoy the, some tentacle. Enjoy. <laughs> well, not writhy milk. What is that? Milky writhing or whatever. Right. Milky writhing tentacles. That's not um, the same. So if you did want, you could do like an Eldritch Blast would be an action and then Blade Disaster because that's only a bonus action. Oh, no. You could I get that going. Definitely want Shadow of Moyle. Um, oh, cause yeah. Because yeah, the resistant to Radiant is pretty nice. Yep. That's, that was my original plan. Um, so then now that I'm going to be within 10 feet of her she'll yeah. have to do uh yeah all that oh, <laughs> heavily obscure i don't really nice. do offensive things very often <laughs> that's okay um so basically you you right now are surrounded in shadow so she basically is gonna have a very hard time hitting you um, and you have resistant to radiant damage. Um, yes. And if she tries to hit you, she's going to pay for it with necrotic damage. Well, she'll, if now that she's standing within my, I moved there, so then she has to do all that. But um, if I'm standing near her, she can't see at all. She's like engulfed in the darkness, right? So because she has true sight, she is not going to be affected by this but you personally are going to be submerged in darkness so she tries to hit you shadow of moyle is a big gonna save you move right yeah so you are gonna be good standing next to her as long as you have shadow of moyle up is there anything you wanted to do with a a bonus action or anything else or is that your turn i think that's it all right so we come back around to her turn uh, with Saye on deck. So, oh, let's see. So, of course, as her bonus action, she is going to draw a card to determine her trump suit for this turn. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Pentacles are fun. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> rough. Okay. Um. So... <laughs> Uh, oh boy all right so i'm gonna start off with my pentacle action because that is her trump suit that she drew um so i need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw you get plus five is this a spell it it no it's not a spell it's a it's spell like ability counter spell won't work on it no counter spell will not work on it unfortunately okay just one I always forget to use But that your ring so would if you wanted to use this roll your save. Yeah, I definitely do. I'm going to use my favored by the gods and add a d4. Okay. Uh, let's see, let's see. You said dexterity save, right? Yes. 30 will 23. succeed. A 23 will fail. Fuck! I'm dead. Remember <laughs> that you did. Remember to add your plus five. I did. Okay. Oh, no. All okay. right. So then Kara and Arnadel, because Arnadel, you use the ring, you are the only two who save as this bubble of crimson energy just surrounds uh, this person. And totally, you see Saye and Farah get thrown back outwards as this wall of just 
impenetrable energy throws them backwards. Um, so I will say, uh, Saye and Ferret, you completely lose sight of what is happening in this bubble at the moment. You cannot see Kara or Arnadel or this woman. You are just completely outside of it. You have no visibility, no way to contact. You cannot pass through this barrier, which is neat. Cool. Which is <laughs> neat. So you're like, whoa, outside on your ass at the end of this. Um, but that is only her first action, so she gets two more. So let's go ahead and do, now that she has Kara here, and then Arnadel, who's wreathed in shadows, um, Kara seems like a much easier target. So she is going to go ahead and send two deadly deals towards Kara. All right, so she's going to roll. Let's see what I get here. Do, do, do. Roll 17 plus 17. It's going to be 34, Kara? Yeah, that, yeah. that hits. My AC is only 20. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. She pulled the Ace of Swords, so this is going to be a critical hit. Wow, this is a lot of math in my head very quickly. Uh, okay, 55 doubled is going to be 110 points of radiant damage. As these cards come whizzing towards you. Anything you got for that? No, but I'm still alive. Okay. Well, she's going to do it again. So hopefully, I think she might be out of aces here, but we'll see. We'll see. Y'all are ready to fight gods. Don't even worry about it. One, two, three. I four. said <laughs> I didn't want to fight gods. There are no aces in this draw, which is awesome for you. So that's going to be 54 radiant damage from that second blow. I have to reshuffle my deck. I've done so much right. damage to you. <laughs> All right, so what is the setup right now? So Arnadel and I are within the bubble with her, and Farah and Saya have been pushed Correct. out, like of out of like out of a forest cage. Y yes. So essentially, imagine <laughs> a bubble of like pure red crimson bubbling magic energy um, that surrounds you in a, a like a thirty by thirty foot circle. You cannot see outside of it. You have no idea what's going on out there, and you are trapped in there with this woman who just fucking slaughtered you with a bunch of damage. With that, that will be the end of her turn, which will bring us to Saye. So you see, from the outside, a bubble of 30 by 30 foot red crackling energy. You cannot see through it. You have no idea what's going on in there. Um, you do know that you were just thrown out of it uh, like it, you were hit by a solid wall. And we've got Farah on deck, by the way. Would you recommend an arcana check or an insight check to determine whether or not Saya can attack from outside its walls or would have to make her way back in the walls? I would say an arcana check would probably serve you better. I don't think an insight would do much because you can't actually see her to gauge her intentions in this moment. Mm. Okay, we'll try it. 17. As you are looking at it, you have seen, like, Arnadel, for example, has cast some pretty powerful dome spells. I mean, Wall of Force, like, 
wall of light. Um, this feels very much like one of those spells that you would not be able to pass through unless it was taken down by magical means. And considering how powerful this person is, it would be very difficult to do so. But you also think that she probably can't keep it up for very long if it is this level of power. But it might be just long enough to murder your friends. Just the nasty bit of it all. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's nasty fighting a god. Okay. Question. Yeah. I can it I can astral project project. Project? Project. Mm. Project. But it doesn't really say what I can accomplish in that form. Like whether or not I can attack or affect any change. Um, I mm -hmm. simply that I can move freely from different planes and I can bring people with me. So I assume that means I actually can't do anything. I don't think so. I think you'd be basically like a ghost. The The whole intention of this is like you can move around and basically like spy and look at other planes of existence. Um, but I don't think that would help you in this material plane at the moment here. Holy shit, I really don't know what to do if I'm blocked from the whole combat. Oh, no. Is there anything you can do to help um, Pharaoh who's been cast out or pre prepare anything? Any spells you could cast that have an action that you could ready for next time? You could also hold your action till after Kara or Arnadel, Pharaoh, Kara or Arnadel goes. I guess so. I'll I'll turn to Farah and say, the best I can do is look in on what's happening. But I I don't know what to do at this point. I need to be in there. Yeah, uh, Farah just coughs up blood, and she's like, <laughs> so almost Hold dead. On. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I guess I'll hold my action. Okay. Um, what is your trigger? So until after somebody goes, if the barrier drops, you gotta give me a trigger. After the barrier drops. Okay. And you have to tell me what you are gonna do, because you're only gonna get one action after you hold your action. What are you gonna do after the barrier drops? And you you can't move either. So one it's action. gotta be distance. A distant action. Like a ranged action, is that what you mean? Essentially, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, I would try to, I guess, I'd ready a a shot from my short bow. A, a stunning strike. Okay. All right. Sweet. Um, okay. So you were going to hold that for when the barrier drops, uh, which means, Farah, we move to you with Kara on deck. So, Farah, you are bleeding out currently uh, outside of this orb of force. Yay. Feeling great. Feeling hot. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, so first and foremost, bonus action. Uh, she just, like, takes a deep breath and goes, <gasps> and, like, you just see her, like, ribs pop back in place as she's going to use her level 18 feature to gain back uh, 80... 80-something. Damn, being a healer. Too. Fucking being a healer. Ribs popping back in a place, gaining 80 hit points. Oh, shit. 
uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's gonna, gonna take another deep breath and be like, oh, okay, all right, let's fucking do this. Uh, and she will cast anti-magic field, um, and kind of get an opening on this dome for Saye. All right. Well, let me see uh, here, though. Scoot herself Well, on let in. me see here, though, about that. <laughs> That's a really big spell. I think I win. Well, le- well let me <laughs> see here about that. <laughs> Damn, I don't have a reaction. <laughs> okay. All right, I will let you do this. So around you, anti-magic <laughs> happens. <laughs> and suddenly there is a hole that is poked um, in the barrier, so allowing uh, Saye to see what is going on inside. So, Saye, now, at this point, you can take your reaction to try and fire at this individual who has crackling force and energy just nailing into Kara at this moment. Yes, please. Kara does not look great. So... She looks about a fourth of what she would be. So Car and Ferret both are like, <laughs> oh no, well, Ferret, right now you look pretty good. <laughs> she popped your ribs back in. I, I got better. <laughs> I got better. I feel happy. <laughs> like a carnival animal. Just inflate me back <laughs> Just, up, baby. <laughs> we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> so was that, Nassim? So with this dome, how far would you say I am from... <laughs> This person, this god. Within within 30 feet. Okay. Because the stunning strike is actually within... Has to be with a melee weapon, not a, not a bow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That sounds about right. Could I jump through the hole? I have a 70-foot nope, walking as, speed. I know, but holding your... The penalty of holding your action is basically like you can only take an action for a strategic moment, so there is this penalty mm. of, like, you don't get your full stuff, but you don't have to waste your turn, so it's just an action, which means just an attack or just a move, basically, or casting a spell in place of your attack. Then we'll do the water whip. Okay. All right. Uh, that's a dexterity save? Yeah, dex save. So, let's see. Uh, I rolled a four, and I only got a plus 12. So, a 16? Nope. They done failed. Nice. So, three D10 bludgeoning damage, plus an extra D10 bludgeoning damage for each additional key point I spend. So, why not I spend two key points? (laughs) Okay, I guess. So, roll your five D10s or whatever. Five D10s. See if I care. Let me collect all my D10s. I don't care. Okay. okay. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I love it. Seven plus eight plus seven plus eight plus. So 32. So 32. 32. So 32 bludgeoning damage, and I Mm. knock it prone or pull it 25 feet closer. What would you like to do? I'll knock it prone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, you get advantage on melee attacks against a prone target, but disadvantage on ranged attacks. So that'd be very nice for Kara, whose turn is coming up. She'd be knocked prone. So you whip out uh, with that water and uh, this divine figure, you know, wrapped in cosmic stars and cards falls unceremoniously against the ground with like a crunch. And she seems 
unhappy about the whole situation. The cards flutter around angrily, like they're not sure how to spin coolly around somebody who's knocked on their butt. It's a whole big, embarrassing moment. You've survived long enough to make it to the mid-roll! We're so happy y'all are here with us for this very special journey through memory lane. If you are enjoying this little legacy episode thing we've got going here, please let us know. We make this show ultimately for all of you, so hearing your thoughts in podcatcher reviews, in our community Discord server, via email, and on social media just lights up our whole dang world. You can get a hold of us everywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Venture Maidens. And you can always send us an email via the contact form on our website at VentureMaidens.com or directly email VentureMaidens at gmail.com. This show wouldn't be where it is today without the help of our wonderful sponsors, like today's episode hero, Forge and Flame. Forge and Flame are the dedicated crafters behind Dwarven Rations, a line of shippable and highly delicious artisanal rum cakes. These rum cakes are made in Bermuda and shipped worldwide and have been doing so for over 20 years, so you know they are dedicated to quality. There are so many different flavors in the line for you to choose from. Traditional, which has notes of lemon and Madagascar vanilla, Chocolate, which is light and fluffy yet brownie-like. Swizzle, which is made with Michigan cherries, apricots, pineapple, orange, and lemon. Coconut, which has coconut shreds in it, and with rum, so similar to a pina colada. And rum and ginger, which has notes of apricots and ginger in the spirit of a dark and stormy. And if these delicious cakes and flavors weren't enough for you, each box includes a random TTRPG die, to keep it fun, to keep it nerdy. And they also offer a very cool custom advertising cake kit for those folks out there who may want a new merch product for their fan base. So if you have a podcast or a small business and are looking for something interesting to put your name, your logo on, they are the folks to reach out to. So head over to the Dwarven Rations website, get yourself some delicious cakes, ask about those custom kits. Uh, right now you can find them at docglass.com forward slash Dwarven Rations. That's docglass.com forward slash Dwarven Rations. We will also include that link in the show notes of this episode. So make sure to head on over, get yourself some delicious rum cakes, order a bunch for your friends, families, late holiday gifts, whatever you need them for. Head on over and support these artisans today. All right, folks, that's all I've got for you. So I'm going to you know, let you get back into that battle. And until next time, everybody, venture away.
So Farah, was was there anything else on your turn? Basically, Farah is just going to angle herself to keep this opening happening, um, but trying to on purpose keep herself away from Kara and Arnie so that they can still work their magic. Just making an opening. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So let's see. My gift of pentacles. I'm going to take legendary action because I'm pretty mad. I'm pretty mad. <laughs> oh, what has happened? That this is extremely embarrassing. <laughs> Reasonable. Extremely embarrassing. So let's see. Um, Kara still looks pretty shit. Yeah. Nobody's healed Kara. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think she's going to just nope. dig into that um, and see if she can get a kill. Let's go. 11 plus 17 is going to be 28. Uh, yes. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Had to reshuffle for you. So, deadly deal. Draw eight cards. Plus 10 is going to be 55 points of radiant damage. I'm unconscious. You all see Kara fall with this legendary action. That goes off, and Kara, just in time for you to come to your turn and make a death saving throw, my dear. Fortunately, I make them with advantage um, because of my fucking kick-ass yeah. sword. Oh, hell yeah. That sword's not going to let you go. That fey lady is like, no, but, no, but I chose you. Yeah, no, we rolled a 19. <laughs> so you are good. You walk one step closer to life. And Arnadel, we come to you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, my heart is. Uh, I'll give you all a minute to think and strategize. I gotta refill my glass because this is good. Oh, I have no healing potions. I done. Ha- I got step I'll one, step two. Been flying under the radar. I'm like, this is what I'm doing next. This is what I'm doing right fucking now. <laughs> uh, I'll do some healing my next round. I'll I'll drop my shit because Saye can run in. And then I can drop it and then do big heal. I'm going to cast, I want to cast Circle of Death on her ass. I know it's a 60 foot spear, but I can put it right in front of me and have it around her so that nobody else is in it. She's casting radiant damage, so I'm assuming it's a safe bet that she's probably sensitive to necrotic damage, right? 60 foot sphere? That's so fucking intense. Yeah. It's fucking heal. Is that your ninth? level no that's like a sixth level spell no what is it it's yeah it's a sixth level spell i could have done an eighth my ninth level spells blade of disaster but i don't want to lose concentration maddening darkness is also concentration so i'm going for the circle of death but i mean you know where am i at 8d6 of necrotic damage ain't mm-hmm I really want to bust out all the things. Do it. Smack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. I'm going to start using uh, the other concentration ones and yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Do it. Smash. Smash that bitch. I'm always so like uh, conservative with my spell slots, but not this time, baby. No, exactly. No. It's like, not shit, today. who knows when the next time we're playing. <laughs> Use it all. This right? is not the time. Using all my key points. <laughs> All of them. Um, also, mm-hmm. I this quick- is the round to go Super Saiyan. Let's do it. I'm going to cast Circle of Death, a 60-foot cool. sphere originating straight in front of me to encapsulate her. Neat. Circle of Death. What a spell. What a name. Um, and she is 
brown. She was tossing those cards from the ground in just bitterness. Uh, so she's got to make a oh. constitution <laughs> saving throw. Um, so here we go. Mm, I didn't do great. I didn't do great. Uh, I rolled a 16, <laughs> which I imagine probably doesn't beat their, your DC. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Neat. Oh, no. Um, uh, so that's shit. I'm rolling this. 14, 14 D6s of necrotic damage. <gasps> yeah. Four, four, 14 D6s <laughs> of necrotic here's damage. Here's the dice roll. I'm putting a link in the Zoom of the dice roller I've been using because, boy, that's too many dice for me to physically 14? roll as a human. Hold on. Um, we said, I don't even know how to modify this on my like screen. Can somebody? Okay, no. Click on in Zoom. Click that link I just sent you in chat because I've been using that dice roller because there's nothing. It. There's nothing be there that I couldn't even. I'm like, you can just say 14 D10 oh, and then you'll add the whatever. <laughs> Oh, this is the OG. <laughs> These big numbers. Oh my god. Oh boy. Um, okay, so that's roll D6, a one, right? Celeste. Chat. What are you? Mm-hmm. you? Are you all against me? <laughs> all right, here we go. Wait, are there any pluses? I'm just making sure. There's a no, no, okay. no, nope. Oh shit. Where would I go? Oh my god. All right, fourteen. Here we go. Wow. Yeah, okay, chat, you defy fate. That's what you think, but here you are at a legacy game. Six years in the making, so whose fate is really being controlled? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the house always wins in the 51 end. 51 points of necrotic damage. Oh, yeah. I don't like necrotic damage. I guessed as much. I love it. I love love it. it. You see, as her weird celestial godlike skin is like encountered with necrotic damage, your spell begins to eat away. At first, the sparkling cosmic aura around her, then it bites into her clothing. Then you see her lavender flesh starts to decay as you have dealt this like huge blow towards her and the eyes that were swirling you know with the white brilliant cosmic stars turn the deep red of like a dwarf star that is about to implode hopefully i can occupy more of her <laughs> yeah really yeah remember really I still just... shadow of moil yeah no you're you're enshrouded she has not paid attention to you at all during this fight you now see the red eyes of these, you know, dying stars turn towards you for the first time, and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, my. I'm like, hit me, <laughs> oh bitch. My. I'm gonna lash out. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at Kara, and, and I'm like, oh. Kara's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you're okay. like, wow, no. Unconscious, not dead. Un- uh, but also Farah's, I mean, she's okay. She's Her flesh is knitting back together. It's fine. Yeah, but Fortunately, it is my turn, which is fun. So here we go. Oh, these high-level games after playing a second-level character for so long, <laughs> right? So oh. I will say this is a this is a Titan I got to design for Two C Gaming. I'm really excited to have an opportunity to use it. It uses all tarot cards to determine their damage instead of dice, which is just a lot of fun for me. Ooh, that is fun. Yeah, pentacles, that is good for all of you. All right. 
So with that, uh, she draws the pentacles as her trump card, and then she is going to do do do. She's going to deal some damage. All right. So Kara is down. So I, yep, Arnadel is there. Um, also, the dome drops at this point as her turn begins. So what is she going to do? What is the best way to do this? Do you want to kill Arnadel? Fair doesn't look great. Side doesn't look great. I think she's going to save you, Arnadel, for last. I think she realizes that you might be too hard to hit in this moment. She's a very smart cookie. The combination of three gods, if you will, in one. So, here we go. We're going to send them towards Farah. We're going to try and drop all our healers. As if she knows. As if she knows. So, let's go. Do, do, do. All right. So, she's got three of these bad boys coming at you, Farah. Will these be considered magical effects? They would be magical effects. Yes. Well, I have anti-magic mm, field up. Got it. So it can't hit. Yeah? Okay. So she's going to go ahead and blast one of these attacks out on you. See, it does not work against your magic bullshit. And she is going to then use an action. Uh, you see the cards around her form a giant shape of a wand. She is going to manipulate a spell effect of 8th level or lower she is aware of in 300 feet, choosing to immediately end the effect. Is anti-magic 9th level. It's 8. Okay. So you see as this wand of cards that has been conjured strikes against your barrier, the spell ends. But the good news is that was one of her whole attacks to take that and make that happen. Which means... Nice. She has wasted two <laughs> of her three actions on this turn, which is huge in terms of damage. And she's going to try and get that third one in to silence you, boo. Okay. Oh, fighting gods. Oh. So I will say this is a... Uh, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> a CR26 from a third party uh, publishing company. So actually scaled to hit... Uh, 18th level heroes. Um, so that'll be a 23 to hit? Will that hit you? Yeah. Ah, damn. That's like, even if I shield it, that's like right there. Okay. Is it do a it. spell? It is a ranged spell attack. It is not a spell that can be counterspelled, unfortunately. But good for you for checking. Okay, so eight cards. Try it. One. You, no, you doing it. One, two, three. Four. She's not looking good, I'm gonna say, right now. That necrotic damage punched her in the balls real severely. <laughs> so that's gonna be, alright, 17, 21, uh, 31, 39, 4, so 53, 70, 70 points of radiant Please damage. just survive this, Farah. 70? 70. 70. Oh how did how are you doing? I'm alive. I'm alive. How many? Please Yay! tell me though, because this is tell me, please. Twenty five. <laughs> You're fine. You're all alive. You're fighting a god. Three gods combined into one. I think you're doing pretty <laughs> fine. Um, which brings us to the end of our god's turn, which is Saye. It is now your turn with Farah on deck. Assuming I don't do a legendary. Oh my god. Is this opening still open? 
Yeah, so now the barrier dropped at the beginning of the god's turn. So that was only something she could do for a limited run. So now you have clear access to this god. Yeah. Fuck her up. Running straight up to that bitch with our staff stunning to make that hit. Do I still get plus five from Kara? No, because I'm unconscious. Kara's out. Aight, aight, aight. Well then, just to hit, please. That's a, ah, nope, 20 to hit. She blocks your strike with accuracy of just knowing the future before you do. Yeah. Dirty 20, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Extra attack. Once more again. Didn't I have yeah. a thing that gives me a bonus? Or did I forget about that? Yes. I have a precision. I have a superiority die. One more for a precision attack. My final one. Okay. To add plus uh, a d6. So, to hit with that Staff of Stunning. Nice. Da-da-da. Ooh, well, I rolled a 27. Oh. But plus Ooh, my superior yeah. die is plus four, so. Okay. Well, that will hit. A, th- a 31 will certainly hit. Okay. Sweet. They be stunned, and they will also get a- oh, right. I don't get a save. Oh, monk. 12 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> All right, so she's going to take 12 bludgeoning damage. Um, Not looking good. Not looking good after all of this goddamn damage. Okay. Anything else for... Oh, I'm sorry. For a stunning strike, you have to spend a key point to attempt one, and then I get a con save. No, it was with my staff of stunning. Yeah, if you roll a 19 or 20, auto stun. are auto-stunned. Damn, I hate that I made that item, because it's so good. <laughs> That was one of mine! (laughs) Damn. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) So she seems stunned out of her mind as this is happening. Yeah. Um, I'll spend a key point to do some extra flurry of blows. Why not? Why not? Hell yeah. Let's go. If there was ever a time. Yeah. All right. Bam. Do Do I get advantage while they're stunned or no? Um, on stunned, you, uh, da, 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 da. yes, yes, you get advantage. Attack rolls okay, against the creature that... have advantage with the stun condition. Perfect, because that was a 13. Ah, and then that was a 12. <laughs> well, oh. no. Um. Damn. Yeah, the cards, even though she is stunned, her body is stunned, the cards are flowing up in front of you, seeming to block your strikes. Okay, that's fine. I stunned the bitch right. until yeah. the end of my next That's turn. That's good. Yeah, she's... <laughs> um, cool. All right. So then we would move to Pharaoh, but I am going to go ahead and spend a mythic resistance to end this effect. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be something I'm going to sacrifice one of my actions to my legendary actions to be able to do this. So... I am sacrificing my action economy to end this effect on myself as she comes back to reality. Which is good news for all of you, because that means that Farrakar and Arnadel, you're going to get full punchies until her turn. Um, so, Farrah, we come back to you. So, she's no longer stunned. Yeah. But, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Looking at the... Uh- uh, looking at everybody around her and how things are unfolding, she's just like, oh. all right, the big one. It's time for the big it's one. It's time for the big one. We're fighting new. a god. It's time. 
<laughs> um, and she's going to cast Mass Heal and effectively put everyone back at full health. Yes! Yeah, because that's, what, 700 HP that you get to just divide? 700 amongst? divided. What a world. <laughs> what a world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as she sees the life and color <laughs> return back to her friends, uh, she gets that usual smirk that she has returns back to her face and she's like, oh yeah. And she's going to throw one of the stars at her. <laughs> just, just for fun. Just nice. for fun. Because <laughs> F you. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, that unfortunately doesn't hit, but I'm going to use two sorcery points for my seeking spell. All right. Okay, and that's a 28. A 28, yes! That will just barely hit, my friend. <laughs> oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> I got a 2 plus 11 is 13 plus... Nine, 23 points of radiant halved, obviously. Okay. Um, so that's still going to be 11 points, uh, which is just insult to injury as this figure dressed in robes is starting to totter in front of you all in the middle of this square. And by now, all those people who had been screaming and, you know, partying when she landed have cleared out and this large, very ring of people has formed around you all fighting this god in the middle of the streets. Uh, so with that, we are going to come to you, Kara, with Arnadel uh, on deck. So Kara is going to stand up feeling really fucking great. So great um, that you, in fact, you see the edge of her icy sword take on this white hot edge as she casts Searing Smite. And with this combination of fire and ice, she's going to just levy it against, uh, against this avatar of the fates. Um, and she's gonna attack recklessly because she's feeling really good. So she's gonna get advantage Hell on that. Yeah. Nice. That is a 31 to hit. Mm, yeah. And she is going to expend a third level. I don't feel smite. good about this 18th level paladin. She's <laughs> <laughs> about to hit me. I don't feel good about this. That's fine. Just so proud of you. That is a lot of ones. <laughs> Um, that is going to be, uh, do 22, uh, sorry, 20, what's my, sorry, 26, uh, damage, and then, uh, 27 radiant damage on top of that, so have to 13. <laughs> and that is her first attempt. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> that is a 19, which is a crit, thanks to my sword. And we will expend another third level smite. <laughs> oh, paladins. Um, so we're going to... Alright, all right, so we're going to roll mm -hmm. 10d8s. Oh, yeah. Of radiant damage. Yeah. Uh, so 10d8s. Oh, wow, that was fucking ass. That was 22, so have to 11. Oh, dear. But we are going to have... An additional. I mean, you're still doing work. She is looking waifish. If I had to assess. Ooh! Plus another 34 damage on top of that. Radiant or just normal? Regular. 
Sen är det. Uh, yes, that is it. Okay. So, Arnadel, we come to you, this figure, who is now in shredded robes, tottering um, at the edge of this plaza. What do you want to do? <laughs> Looks like it's not going to be too much more to... Um, so what's your move? Yes? <laughs> I have a pen ready this time so I can keep track. Oh, I'm yeah. going to do agonizing blast. Oh, Jesus. So okay. first, yep. I'm going to just do it and then tell you the numbers for hitting. So one okay. is going to be... Oh, boy. Uh, the first one is 31 to hit. Oh, yeah. Second yep. one is 18 to hit. Nope. The third one is... 19 and nope. the fourth one is 21. So you got one. Damn. One out of those? Cool. So Maybe enough depending on... that damage. 11 points of damage. Okay. Um, 11? 11 points of damage and that's force damage, yeah? Wait a second. Is that correct? Hold on now. No, you would roll. So you would roll a no, d20 and correct. then add your um, charisma. So if you rolled a modifier, yeah, you, pro- Wait you a- probably have a five charisma. So if you rolled a four, that would have. Yeah, if you got 11, it, it included your charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the 11, yeah, you fire off a, a gr- great strike, but. Still, just still, this figure is like hanging, hanging in there. And you all can see her like skeletal body now is starting to disintegrate. And the cards that were like falling from the sky at this point have fallen to a little trickle as just a few of them are lingering on the ground. And she is breathing very heavily as she looks at each and every one of you and says, You think. Beating me here today will matter. It won't. Mm-hmm. We know where you are since you were born. You cannot escape your fate. None of you. And she crumples onto the ground, just totally disappearing, leaving a pile of these bluish ropes on the ground. And the sky once again lights up in this purple, cosmic, starry sky. And you see that rift of green electricity that happens. And in a flash, it's all clear once again. That dark blue sky of like early evening setting over Chassiana. The heat begins to return to the area. And though she has gone, you can't help but know deep within you that she could return. She could return, and any of them could return. Until you figure out exactly what caused them to be able to be here. And that's where we're going to end our episode, our first legacy game for the evening. You all have driven back the Avatar of Three Gods, my my dears. That was not a fucking light challenge. You rocked that. Shit, how you all feeling? 
Hell Katie, yeah. you're muted, but I see that joy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God, it felt good. I love scary moments. I was like, I'm not going to reach my turn. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Way to kick ass yeah. everyone. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you fucking kicked ass. And I will say this fight was harder than most because I wasn't using a wizard's block. I used one I designed. Um, so, you know, that's cool. Um, you did it. You did it. You fucking did it. Um, but I will say <sighs> you have a mystery in front of you. So next legacy game, whenever that is, you got some stuff to deal with. But oh my gosh, it was so great having you all back and like getting to see where everybody was. This was such a fucking joy. For real. I enjoy just like sitting here, being here, watching everyone's stories unfold as much as right. I was enjoying playing it. So that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Nostalgic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love seeing everybody's changes. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So yeah. good. It feels like like we're hanging out with old friends, just specifically our characters as well as us, you know? That's good yeah. feels. Mm-hmm. That's something I, I kind of wanted to capture too, because it is sort of the same. It's like you all have been doing so much across the world as adventurers, and that's sort of the same in our real lives, like we're all coming back to, you know, do the thing. So so thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Uh, we certainly have more legacy games planned in the future. Um, we're, we're hoping to do these at least, you know, maybe twice a year, so every six months or so, uh, maybe on special occasions. So we are thrilled uh, that you are still stoked to come back and enjoy these games. Uh, and as I mentioned on Discord, uh, this video will be posted to our YouTube, uh, so you can enjoy that, share that around. Um, also, this episode will be published as a podcast episode, probably during December, uh, when we have that that holiday break and we're going to be publishing some bonus content. So this will be there. This will be out there. But thank you so much for joining us. If you like this, please subscribe, give, you know, like, do the thing wherever you're listening. Uh, we really, really, really super do appreciate it. Um, but in the meantime, I have been your dungeon master, Celeste Conowich. I've been your took zero points of damage, by the way. Um <laughs> Elf Warlock yeah. Arnadel <laughs> uh, Brad Brady Quintero. Hello, I am Katie and I played Farah Valen, your inflatable sorcerer. <laughs> uh. Inflatable? <laughs> Inflatable? Yep, I just deflatable. Pop Wait, myself the- back up every time. I get that. I get I back knocked down to get a bug. Get better. Get back again. Yeah, that's yeah, inflatable. Yeah, yeah. That's what that song is about. Two Chumbawamba songs. Yes. I'm Nassim, and I have been your swift human monk, Sayonor. Always appropriate. Swift indeed, as the ra- as the raging river, and I am sage, and I have been your praiseworthy <laughs> paladin, Cara Brynhilda. Oh, praise, oh, praise, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's everybody. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you all so much for being here. And if you enjoyed this, if you are new, wow, welcome. Uh, this is Venture Bands. Please do like, subscribe, follow everywhere on social media. This episode was riddled with spoilers. So if you just are like, whoa, what, too much, go check out Campaign 2. That is currently happening. Um, every other week, Wednesdays, we're streaming that. 
Uh, so we will be back next Wednesday with a very special game of Campaign 2, Episode 9, which is going to be all focused on what the hell Tony was doing when she was pretending to be sick uh, last episode. And we're going to see some very special uh, fairy NPCs played by our very own Katie and Sage. Um, I assure you it'll be just pure fairy redonkulous. Um, so definitely make sure to check that out. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, uh, beyond that, you can check out Rhyme of the Frostman is going to be back um, starting November 10th. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up that that playthrough. So that's going to be pretty intense. So come here on Wednesday, 630 p.m. Pacific. It'll be a good fucking time. Um, and Sage, are, do you have a December or November episode y'all want to talk about? November coming up next Monday, in fact, at 6.30 p.m. PST, we are be playing in our second episode of our Theros campaign that I am running for a wonderful fo- uh, group of folks from the magic community um, who are coming together and we're going to play some D&D together in one of the coolest planes of magic, which is this very ancient Grecian-inspired uh, plane that's full of epic heroes and terrible monsters, and we... Yes, they're starting off as we little level one oh, babes level one trying babies. to figure out what's been happening. Mm-hmm. It's rough being <laughs> level one. So yeah, six thirty on Monday. Yes, so please it is. hang out Monday, <laughs> uh, Wednesdays. You can always find us here. Um, Brittany, where can people go to check out your stuff uh, when you're not here? Like, drop your Instagram, drop your shop. How can they get in contact with you? Instagram. <laughs> I've, I've been narrowing things <laughs> way down. I'm having a hard enough time mm-hmm. keeping on top of emails and Instagram. So just there. <laughs> what is your Instagram, Brittany? <laughs> Tell us. Oh, sorry. It's, so it's the same. Visual Warlock with a Z on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yay! <laughs> yes, Brittany's a f- fucking rad artist. Uh, so please go follow her on Instagram and check out all of the beautiful art uh, she is making in you know, on paper and people's skin. So go check out the account. Uh, follow. Please, please. Uh, Almost is- all of us have been tattooed by her, so... All of us have it. We just drop it in. Just drop it in. One day we'll get you. We'll get you in that chair. Um, so good one shit. day Brittany will stab me, and it will be glorious. Yes. Well, <laughs> with the ink. <laughs> I mean, you know, traveling's getting a little bit more easier these days, so it might happen sooner than later. Oh yeah, I would love mm-hmm. it. Oh yes. Well, on that note. Thank you all so much. Uh, we could not be doing this without your support and belief for the past six years. So you are, are wonderful. Thank you so much. And until next time. Venture away! Venture away, everybody. Oh my gosh. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> all right, Bye. We're clear. Yay. We oh, did it! So okay, everybody stop your recordings. Send them to CC.